All right, let's go. This is Sunday 4. It's Thursday night. Let's get rolling. Uh, big show tonight. A lot going on. We are mid at bat. Here, Judge Swings and Misses. It's 2-1 here. This is his uh, fourth. Son of a of fucking bitch. You're like five seconds ahead. Well, get your get your shit in order, man. I don't know. Give your give your TV some Advil. Maybe it'll get it back you to plan. That's, that's, the, that's the question. That's the question in everybody's mind is to see how you're feeling today. You know, you were a little bit banged up on Monday. Everybody was concerned. I, I can't tell you how many phone calls I had to be sure you were okay because uh, of your uh, toothache there. So what uh, is it so- today? What do, you, what do you have? Like a hangnail or? Uh, he has just like a little fungus under your toenail. What's going on? No fungi. Right? I think it's fungi is the right proper term. Um, <laughs> no, I felt like a new man on Tuesday. Uh, I'm little good. 20, right. little, 20, little 24 hour uh, hangover was gone, whatever you want to call it. And uh, never going back again. Judge walks again, three walks tonight and a strikeout. The boo birds are out. As they should be. Yeah, as they should be. Um, but you know this is a hey, this is they're the Red Sox are a little different opponent than uh, than the Pirates. Uh, they're not you know they're not going to be serving up uh, batting practice balls for Judge. Um, uh, more importantly, I mean the Yanks' magic number is eight for the division, so that's you know they're down one here, so that's even more important than the 61-62 chase here. Uh, Yanks need to take care of business and win, and win this division. So you know let's. Um, Let's not lose sight of the real goals here. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the people in the ballpark, are going to take it a little personally, though. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm not talking about them. The fans are going to boo no matter what. So, um, yeah. So yeah, you did a little t- Tuesday. You're back to back to normal. Back in business. All good. Yeah. It's fucking. I don't. Even, I don't want to talk about the dentist anymore. <laughs> I just found out my I just found out my grandfather never went. He just never went to the dentist. Never did it. Yeah, he's just nah, I'm not doing that. How were his teeth? Like perfect, apparently. <laughs> Doesn't make did, any sense. Did he floss more than just after pork and corn on the cob? Uh toothpick every night after dinner. I think All that's right. that might be the case. All right. I just had one, yeah. I was I was just toothpicking it. All right. Yep. So there you go. If you to- if you have a toothpick every night after dinner, you don't have to go to the dentist. Okay. That's the key. I like these little life hacks once in a while we come up with. That's good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Give me enough time, I'd come up with some more. <laughs> I I will say in, in the Pirates two game series there, uh I, the the first game was obviously amazing how Judge got to sixty. And then the walk off Grand Slam. Obviously, it's it's amazing that they hadn't that the Yankees had two walk off Grand Slams down by three in their history um, up till this year, and they have two walk off Grand Grand Slams while they're down by three, um, two in the year. It's kind of amazing, and it's it's amazing that they were able to pull out a win. So it wasn't all lost, you know, just just getting that uh, that sixtieth. But then yesterday. What I don't remember seeing anything like this in, in yesterday's game, where they rallied in the eighth inning to get back to Judge's place in the order. Like the crowd knew it too. Glaber hit a home run, and then I think it was Stan was after him, 
And like Stan hit a ball where you, you could tell, like as soon as he hit that ball, the, the crowd had one thing on their mind: like this is we're gonna will this to get it around to Judge again. And they did, and they and they they rallied. I was all had a hit in there. I forget every every, every got a hit. Trevino, had I think a they hit. I think they did that in 1961 for Maris. Uh... Against the Orioles when they when the game they brought in Hoyt Wilhelm, unless they just embellished it in the movie. Like it was game one, it was game one fifty four, and it was like they were up, oh, and it was kind right. of a meaningless game for yes. Baltimore. Yep. And they rallied to get him another at bat, and they brought in the knuckleballer, and he grounded out to the pitcher. <laughs> yeah, yep. I mean, I remember that from the movie too. Good call. I don't um, know if that's a true story. I think it's a true story, unless they took a little bit of liberties there. No, they might have. The team rallying around them, I could see it. Um, but yeah, that was kind of, I, again, I never, I'm outside of a movie, I guess, and I've never seen anything like that. And, they, and it, they got to him and he walked on four pitches. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Stuck around. <laughs> well, he got to see a little eight run rally, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just piling it on the pirates. Um, so yeah. So now back to business against a, a legitimate, although a poorly staffed legitimate team, Boston, uh, here, so yeah, yeah, legitimate compared to the Pirates. They're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to drop fly balls, and I mean the Pirates were so fucking bad. Yeah, yeah, it's like they they have pieces, but even like the pe like the guy Brian Rounds was supposed to be good. He's supposed to be in choosing trade talks. He dropped the ball on center field yesterday. Was that yesterday? But they they dropped the. A... Uh, no, I, I think it was the day before. That was, together. that was I think no because that, that was an Oswaldo hit. And uh, I think that was he had a trick. He got the third. I think that was on the first game. But yeah, you're right. But they, they have pieces, and they look, they look like they should be better. Maybe they will be better in a couple of years. But I mean, the kid O'Neill Cruz, he's you know he's only hitting like 220, but he's only you know his third month in baseball. Um, 220 is the new 320. So yeah, so yeah. Um, well, it's all going to change next year when they ban the shift. That's everybody that, that's going to carry away sales. Oh, everyone's getting every, over 300. Oh, yeah, three, 350 next year. You watch. Uh, Cabrian Hayes is pretty good. He had, a, I mean, he made a yeah. play at third. He's, he's, he's pretty good glove over there. I think he's a good ball player. Um, Reynolds, I mentioned, and like a couple of pitchers seem like they got some good stuff, but. Oh, um, yeah, the one last night was pretty good. But um, yeah, they, they do leave a lot to be desired at the end of the day. They, they very much reek of the Pittsburgh Pirates. You know what the thing? Uh, I saw a couple crowd reactions from the Stan home run. The thing that freaked me out, okay, if you'd landed, okay, in a time machine from yeah. like 1997, yeah, and I and I showed you a video of Stan's home run, yeah, and I showed you all the people. Well, we've talked about this a little bit before. Not yeah. only did they have the phones out, they were videotaping their reaction. Oh, the yeah, home run! Ridiculous. If I just dropped you out of a time machine for ninety seconds and I showed you that <laughs> clip and then I transported you back to nineteen ninety seven, you'd be so freaked out by what you just witnessed. <laughs> that was a walk off grand slam by a guy whose shirt doesn't even fit, <laughs> and the people were taping themselves. <laughs> They're like, "What's going on? Is this some sort of simulation? Are these people like?" So is this the uh, Matrix? Is this are they under some sort of mind control? What is going on? Yeah, it's and even like even the judge at bats, everybody's got the phone up. 
like everybody's got the phone up for that like, i'm used to now it's the it still the, bothers me man just, filming yourself that's no that's bad but i'm saying even even filming the moment like at a certain point don't you have to just say to yourself just live in the moment like immerse yourself in that moment like the video is going to be it's being taped by oh, thousands of people Yes. The Yankees have 50 cameras on it themselves. It's on it's going YouTube tomorrow. It's gonna to be you can watch it anywhere tomorrow. Like I've watched the Jeter highlight, the walk off. I might I don't know if I have taped it or not. I might have. But the I Jeter. The, oh, the Jeter walk off his last game. I don't know if I taped it or not. But I've never gone back to look. I've seen that highlight enough times. And I remember exactly what it was like to be there. Yes. So I'd much rather I'd much rather have the memory of watching it than the video of it that I was there. Just of watching rather, it through your iPhone, yeah, yeah. I, I I hate that shit. Like I get like doing it with your kids and stuff like that. I get that because that's capturing a moment like in your life that that's something that you will literally like you won't get you won't get it back. All right, your kids are gonna grow up, they're gonna get older, and you want to see them. You want to look back one day and watch them on Christmas morning, watch them playing baseball, watch them. You know, whatever birthday cake, whatever it is, I get that. That's family lifelong memories that you got to hang on to. But like a sporting event, there's just something so great about being there in that moment, being there for that perfect moment. Because we go to shitty sporting events. We've been to we've been to blowout games, a million, yeah. Whether whether one way or the other, we've been to just you know uh, bad losses, injuries, you know, happen. Jeter's getting hurt. Um, just games that didn't live up to the hype. Uh, games where you were too drunk to stand up or even watch the game. So for mm-hmm. you, for for like everything to, for everything to align, and you're at a game where history is made in one way or another. It's uh, you know a championship was won, a milestone is 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 reached. You know whether we were at last games at Yankee Stadium, old Yankee Stadium, well, you know the last day game at old Yankee Stadium, and you could you had to take it in. Yeah, you, you owe it to yourself to like fully experience that. And I don't mind a picture here, you know, scan the crowd here. I'm not saying don't don't um document it in some way. But like the biggest moment that you have, you just don't put your face in the iPhone. You don't need that memory. The memory is the memory. And someone's already videotaping it for you. There's yeah. a little legit camera crew there. Yeah, and you're gonna be it's gonna be it's going to be on camera forever. It's gonna you're gonna you're gonna be able to find it. Somewhere forever. I told you the only time I've ever videotaped something on my iPhone at a sporting event was uh Rivera's last entrance, and I don't know where that video is. Yeah, gone. That probably seems- put it. I probably had Facebook back then. I probably put it on Facebook. Uh, so it's probably floating around there somewhere. But I mean, it's not that important. Like, there's no reason really to do it. Yeah, you, the entrance happened. We saw the entrance a thousand times, and then he didn't even finish the inning. <laughs> you well, no, he did. He did. They oh, they came out for the next thing. Yeah, right. right sorry. Yeah. Um, but that, then you, that I did not videotape. No. Well, yeah, but then you saw you saw you saw him pitch. You saw him. You know when Andy and and Jeter came out. I wasn't there, and like you know, I'm sure you have different memory of it, but like I remember like it was yesterday too. Um, and you know that's yeah, you have the important thing. You know, you know, whatever. I just I, I don't. That's why the the guy, the Miller Lite guy, Corona guy, whatever it was, at the some some uh, golf event, he was like the only guy not holding a camera up, 
while Tiger, oh, Tiger was hitting. Yeah. He had a beer in his hand. Everybody else had a camera in his hand. He got an endorsement from the beer company. So, oh, man. Be that, be that guy. I didn't realize that. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it's well earned. It's well earned. Absolutely. Yeah. Check check it out. If you if you haven't Not that they didn't let you have your phone at golf events. That's just that's just at the Masters. Oh, yeah, I kind of like that, even though it's kind of stuffy the Masters, but still. Yeah, no, it's it it's kind of cool, except for like when they, they tell you to leave it with your boy when you come in. So that's a little they're still a little racist down there. Oh, you got to leave it with an actual person? No, that was that was. Oh, oh I was alluding okay. to I was alluding to people owning people. You went a little fuzzy Zoller there. <laughs> I was trying to do it in a respectful way, though. Did not <laughs> so I wouldn't be. I'm not the one being offensive. I am. I am knocking. Uh, if you told me that was true, I would have believed it. Well, Augusta has a sordid history of racism and sexism. So, <laughs> in that yeah. order, wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> yeah, fuzzy, uh, so let's yeah see. fuzzy was bad. Fuzzy was he. He said the fried chicken about Tiger, right? Was, I don't remember exactly what he said. It I think was, it was um, I think Tiger won the Masters, and the the winner picks the menu for the next year's Masters dinner. He's like, "What are we gonna have? Fried chicken?" That's right. Yeah. And then uh, fuzzy, who, it's who a great it? fucking meal, fuzzy. Who, Fuck yeah, you. what are you complaining about, man? That's, um, it's like Dave Chappelle. He's like, I always thought I liked chicken because it was fucking delicious. Like, yeah, it's fucking delicious. That's why we like it. Um, and who was it? Who who was the golfer who would who talked about women's boobs getting in the way of their golf swings? Oh, that one. I don't remember. I need some help there. You don't remember the? You don't remember it being said, or don't remember the line? I don't remember it being said at all. Ah, okay. All right, I'll look it up. I may have a problem with that, but what's that? I think he broke up there for a second. I so said that might be true. So there are some women that may have problems swinging the club. They have larger breasts, but he was saying that they shouldn't be allowed to because of that reason. Um, women are handicapped by having boobs. CBS mm. CBS polls commentator. How many strokes? It's <laughs> a legitimate question. Um, CBS Pulse commentary off air over lesbian comments. This is from May twelfth, nineteen ninety-five. Oh, it's just a commentator. I don't even know who this guy is. Golf golf commentator Ben Wright may have hooked his may. Have, I mean, this is great. CBS golf commentator Ben Wright may have hooked his career into the woods by saying lesbians are turning the women's pro tour into a butch game and their breasts interfere with their swing. <laughs> What a fucking goofball. Ben Wright. So, yeah, he did hook it into the woods because nobody's heard. Oh, you have not heard about this guy. And I was 13 when this happened. And somehow I remembered it. Yeah, I knew there was no way I was going to remember who this guy was. Let's face ben facts Wright. here. Let's face facts here. Lesbians in a sport hurts women's golf. Oh, man. This guy, is, this guy said this on air? Um, No, in a new, I guess this was for an article in a newspaper. Uh, he was interviewed. When it gets when it gets to the corporate level, that's not going to fly. They're going to a butch game, and that furthers the bad image of the game. Jeez, this guy would not have this guy would have a problem with uh, trans athletes. I'm sure. Women What's this are guy doing that with the senator. 
<laughs> I'll look it up. We'll see if he's alive or not. Women are handicapped by having boobs, Wright said. It's not easy for them to keep their left arm straight. That's one of the tenets of the game. Their boobs get in the way. <laughs> what about hefty men who have boobs? Yeah, then stop Craig Is Stallard. that all right? Yeah, Craig Stallard's all right. Uh, yeah. Without America's lesbian athletes, this guy just keeps digging himself a hole. Uh, Seems he, he really has an axe to grind with the lesbians. Yeah, without America's lesbian athletes, world-class women's sports would not exist, he said. she. Oh, no, this is somebody else. Sorry. That she was uh, Wright's network cohort, Gary McCord, was banned from this year's Masters Tournament for referring to greens as bikini waxed. Greens. Uh, That's not that bad, right? No, that, just means, that just means they're slick. Yeah. Um, in 1998, CBS football analyst Jimmy the Greek Snyder was fired for making racial comments. Those are bad on a television interview. So, yeah. Well, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy the Greek, yeah. Those are not good. Um, ben Wright. I mean, he, it said he was a uh, – he's already like a 23-year veteran at that point, so he might not be around anymore. Well. Yeah, he died. he died last year. At oh, okay. Yeah. Unvaccinated, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, if Judge doesn't get another bat here, is anybody – it's going to be a tree in the forest tomorrow night? Yeah. No one's going to 61? Yeah, it's crazy. No, nobody's going to be – nobody's going to have Apple TV going. So I, I I have a little – I have a – not a hot take, but a take I'm going to steal from uh, Mad Dog. I've been – on my ride home, I've been listening to like he's like a 15-minute – I think they post like a 15-minute opening on uh, Apple uh, podcast of his show. Yeah, I mean that's a, every show. That's the best part. That's which is, He just kind of goes, yeah. Yeah, it's the end or the beginning. I don't even know. But it's oh, wait, whatever. Is it from, it's maybe, from, from his actual show or from High Heat? No, no, no! From his actual show, okay, serious right. show. All right. So I've been I've been uh, cranking that up on the way home, and I listened to the one today. And uh, all right, so you heard about this thing where, like, they're trying to the Yankees are trying to put Michael K on the cat on the uh, on the call for Apple TV. Oh, is that? Right? And they and they're trying to get it. Yeah, they're trying to get Michael K on the call on Apple TV, and they they want it televised on Yes, I guess. Okay. All right. First of all, my first reaction to that is putting K on Apple TV does not fix the problem. No. You haven't heard one person complain about it being on Fox tonight. No. (laughs) Like, no one gives a shit if Michael K is on the call. If anything, I am fucking like, I'm foaming at the mouth hoping that someone else gets the call because I don't need another Michael K contrived call. You know that he's been uh, rehearsing in the mirror for fucking years. Another yeah. milestone, whether it's yeah. G- well, you know the m- million Jeter had or yeah. whatever. Uh, that's first. Yeah, I was kind of wishing that Judge would hit two tonight just to get out of the way. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I really was. Um, and secondly, uh, this and this is I'm stealing this from Dog. You know the Yankees who were complaining about this game being on Apple TV. You know, if the Yankees cared so much about their fans, then why did they sell all the PIX games, all the 15 Friday night games yeah. to Amazon if they really cared about their fans? Yeah. Because like, like, I can't take the Yankees seriously 
now that they got you know got, got put in a, in a tough spot where Apple TV may get you know the 61st, 62nd home run or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see the Yankees complain. No, it's uh no, it's a joke. It's totally it's totally uh, disingenuous to to start complaining. First of all, why are you why are you jockeying to get Michael K in the call? Like get the fuck out of here. That, that guy, I mean, he the guy is such a fucking big head oh, ego hard. motherfucker. Like he is—he just has the biggest fucking ego in the world. Yeah, blowhard is the word. He think—he really thinks who he is. Like I know that all these guys have an ego to go on the radio and do what they do. I know Francesa and Dog and Carton and Boomer and Geo and I don't know, name ESPN guys. I know Greenberg, Stephen A. Smith, Olick and Stephen A. Yeah, I know all these guys have an ego to be able to go on the radio or TV every day and talk and give your opinion. You have to have some sort of an ego. But in his, life, you have to have some sort of an ego. Yeah, but yeah. but he does he doesn't he does not carry it well. He no. is, he, of all the people we just mentioned, he carries it the worst. We didn't mention Skip Bayless, so that's why he carries it the worst. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I just he 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 really he thinks the way he talks is like he's God's gift to baseball and God's gift to the announcers booth. I mean, not all the guys he. All his predecessors, everybody that he, that he that came before him, everybody has more class in their pinky finger and nail than he does. It's the way he is. I, I just I can't I can't I don't I can't believe that they're lobbying to get him on another on another networks. I don't know what to call it. Another feed. Apple TV. Yeah, <laughs> whatever another, it is. Another feeds. Uh, like fuck him. What what do you owe Michael K? No, exactly. And, and he sucks too, and he's not a good announcer. No, no, I agree. I I, that would make me really want to boycott. I mean, I'm probably not going to watch it anyways. I don't. I got to see if someone has it, but um, yeah, I mean, that would make me really not want to watch Michael K's on the Apple TV broadcast. Yeah, yeah, I'd get it. I'd but I want to watch Katie Nolan or whatever, whoever's doing it these days. Oh, I I don't even know. <laughs> Hunter Hunter Pence is in the booth. I think Chris oh. Young was in the booth when I watched the game earlier in the season. It's not, yeah, it's oh, not great. It's not very good. But I mean, this is baseball, so you know, you yeah. made your bed lying it. Can I say something? There's something to be said for the expansion of of the of the sports media world. All right, since like, years ago, you could rip these people apart, and P- there would be like maybe little rivalries between. Uh, this announcer, that announcer, or like you know, who who you you could like bring a guy down, but now with the expansion of the sports media world, everybody is friends with everybody, and nobody yeah. wants to wants to cross the line and say something bad about somebody else because then you get in trouble with this company, and this company doesn't want to hire you know doesn't want to hire you, and this company will shun you, and then you lose your access, and you offend the one guy, you offended one guy, and then you you get. Band, you get shunned from everything else. Now, like people, when people talk about, and you told me to listen to, um, well, you said you were going to listen to uh, Aaron Rodgers on Bill Maher, right? I listened. Uh, to- I, I I listened to a couple of clips. I didn't actually listen to the podcast. I, I listened to the whole thing, and they both talked about how how good Joe Buck was. Oh, like, why? Well, since when? When did this happen? For twenty <laughs> for twenty years. He was the worst announcer of all time. And in the past 10 years, it's like a love fest with Joe Buck. 
I don't understand. I don't understand it. He's never been good. He's not gotten any better. I don't. I maybe maybe he's got a little better, but I've never I've never liked him. But now there's like a love fest because everybody is in kumbaya land because they're all in the same business and they're all and and they're all just putting arms around each other, singing songs around the campfire. Funny thing about Joe Buck is I I I came around on him a little bit in uh in baseball, but not so much in football. And now he's exclusively football, so <laughs> I'm like back to square one with Joe Buck. Well, he did. You know uh, what? Like like he did. Like it's crazy because like I'm old enough to remember the Artie Lang show. Where he made a f- complete fool of himself, and then and then I'm or the Joe Buck show where Artie Lang was on. I called the, <laughs> see, the Artie uh, Lang show. Yeah, Artie, it, it was, was the, the Artie, Artie Lang, Lang show. Yeah. But Joe Buck made a complete fool of himself, and then like, and now you fast forward now, like he real somehow rehabilitates his image. Um, he goes on like the uh, like the barstool show, and people love. Oh him. Yeah, yeah, PMC, yeah, that helped him out a lot. Yeah. I think that was probably the thing that helped him most yeah, in his career. But it's fucking ridiculous, man. And people people don't rip K, and he stinks. Pe- people talk about well, pe- like people talk about like, the, the the Yankees booth outside. Of like Cone and like what O'Neill brings to it, like O'Neill's like his own thing. Yeah. Like outside of those two guys, this if nothing on like the Mets booth. It's not, it's not even close. Like the like the Mets booth is so much better than the Yankees booth. It's not even close. Like K, Michael K does not belong in the same conversation. I feel like K gets abuse though. I feel like people in the business don't abuse them. I feel like people in the, the business, business in the business, yes, but I mean, the the fan base like doesn't like Michael K. Well, I would needs, say he needs more abuse. Yeah, I mean, he can't beat Carton Roberts in the ratings. Like Mike, I don't. People don't love Michael K. He cannot beat Carton Roberts. Yeah, like, how, how are you getting killed by that show? Like people don't. I think he's kind of. I think people kind of look at him as almost irrelevant. He's very relevant in our lives because we're Yankee fans every, and he, every, every night. Right. Yeah. Every night you got to listen to the guy. But I think with most people, he's just ugh, like a blah, very blah. It's a big whiny bitch is what he is. Yeah. He does, he does a little whining. <laughs> I hate I I mean I know Frances is like one of my all time favorites, but I hate guys like the Stephen A. Smiths who have you know they have such egos. And it's yeah. like, man, you know, I like I can understand maybe I just overrate athletes a little bit, but I can understand an athlete with an ego or like a big time musician, mm. you know, actor, comedian, like these guys, but man, talking sports, like I, I know you guys are good at it and you do your homework and it's it's definitely a skill being able to put two words together, but Man, those guys having egos. It's like you're in the toy aisle, man. You're talking sports yeah. for a living. Like, relax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Frances had a gigantic ego, too. But I know. Well, yeah. But you know what? The thing what bothers me most about Stephen A and like the, and those guys, and, and I kind of like Stephen A. He's not bad. But, um, he has his moments. What, what, what was that? He has his moments. I liked yeah. how he, he was hard in Kyrie. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but like, I feel like every time they do anything, it's performative and I, I, maybe, maybe it was just the nature, like it's a different show. You go on, you have an hour on TV, you got to like bring something. Mike and the mad dog were on the radio for six hours a day and they can kind of let conversations go, let it breathe. And when they got fired up, it was legit. Not worrying about going viral. 
Right. Yeah, absolutely not. Not worried about being on YouTube. In fact, probably despise the two, the two words YouTube put together. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it just, I think it just let it, they just, the conversation went to where it went. And if dog got fired, about, fired up about something, you know, he, he, uh, he was, he, he meant it. And same thing with Mike. Like, I think oh, it was just, yeah. it was just, they, they weren't going to get fired up for, for nothing just because, you know, just because they, they wanted people to tune in and see him yelling and screaming. Yeah. And that's what my biggest problem with like dog on ESPN now. It's like, he's just another talking head on there. People don't appreciate is how gritty is. Like he's better than 98, probably everyone oh, on ESPN. Yeah. If, if you see, yeah, if you see, he's just the old guy now. If you go on YouTube, yeah. you on Twitter after he's on there, he's just the old guy now. Yeah. Old white guy makes outdated oh, reference. Yeah. Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy. Well, he does it all, he does it all the time. It's ridiculous. He always does He that. does. He does do it. He does. He, he pulls out names that I've never heard of. Yeah. I consider myself a good sports fan. And I'm like, who the fuck did he just say? Oh, yeah. I'll- if, like, if you want to like see a perfect example of like what made them great, first off, uh, when the Giants got knocked out by the Marlins in the playoffs in 03 and dogs oh, flipping yeah. out, saying he'd give his kids back for a championship or something. Mike's laughing at him in the background. Yeah. yeah. And then another one, underrated one, is the Pac-Man Jones rant. Okay. he I think it was a solo, probably like, it was probably a slow sports day. Mike was on vacation in like July or something. Mm-hmm. And he just goes so in on Pac-Man Jones, like a 10, 15 minute. It was like right when he was involved in a shooting and a strip club or something. And he's, his headset's falling off. He's like, throw him the hell out of the league. And it's just like, <laughs> I know they were on TV at that point and they were, you know, brand names by that point, but that wasn't dog being like, I'm going to get clicks on yeah, Instagram no. right now. Yeah, like that was, was just a passionate sports fan. Who's got a few screws loose it was just doing his job. Hey, that's you know what? I mean, that's legit. I mean, there's times when I'm doing this show or my other show, and like you're talking about something and you just kind of get yourself going. Like there's out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I don't like I'm not coming in here yelling about anything unless it's unless it comes naturally. Like it's just if I'm pissed off, I'm gonna, you know, it's gonna it's gonna show in my uh if I'm fired up, it's gonna show in my in what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. But I'm not I don't ever come in here looking to like, you know, get riled up for no reason. Right, 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 right. I mean, I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to edit that one part anyway and put it on the internet. So, <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not going to do the work that's necessary to get it done to get it to go viral. Lou Trevino might put that theory to the test if he uh, hangs some here. You may have. You may have something to go off about. I right, make good pitch. All right, good uh, pitch. Yeah. Uh, we. You know, I don't know if you saw the, your, a text message. We got a a request to address. I don't uh, have this, my. To address the suspension of um, the Celtics coach. Oh, I did I write that? I'm really bad at taking notes. I have all. I meant to. Uh, I think I put it in my phone to remind. I would have forgot. So, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, listen. Three words. I'm I'm Team Nia Long. That I've been a Nia Long fan back to her days on uh, Fresh Prince. Okay, yep. it's, it's unfortunate that she got mixed up with such a. Scumbag, you know, such a scumbag, yeah. yeah. And I, but I can't wait for the details to come out because they're like talking about suspending this guy for a whole year. Or I mean, it sounds like he's gonna get fired. Like it can't, it's got to be more than just a consensual relationship. He had to have done something scummy. Well, it was an employee. I think that's why. I think maybe it's somebody that he shouldn't been. He should have known better. 
And Spolstra was dating a cheerleader down in Miami. This this is gonna grow legs. There's got there's more to this. I, I, there has to be. Like oh, imagine dating a Heat cheerleader. Oh, I mean, I get yeah. fired for I get fired for that. <laughs> got a promotion. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, I guess there. Well, yeah, I guess there will be have to be something. I don't know. I just, I just thought it was I just, to it. It had, it had yeah. to have gotten like messy in some sort of way. I'm not saying it wasn't like, oh, it turns out it wasn't consensual. It was a solar. I'm not saying I'm not going that far, but it had to have gotten it like spilled over to where like this is a problem. Yeah, yeah. It could have just been. I mean, it could have just been one of those situations where she was uh, like a subordinate, and he kind of took advantage of that. I'm not saying it wasn't consensual, but maybe. If he wasn't the fucking head coach, you wouldn't be fucking him, you know? Yeah. And the head coach. It's going to be, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, you are pretty excited about it. Holy cow. (laughs) You know what got me excited is uh, that comedian, the Greek dude, Stavros, was on with the TNT guys a couple, I don't know, it was like over the summer maybe. And they just replayed a clip on uh, YouTube because he did, he had a podcast that was called, uh, I think he's not on it anymore. Was welcome to come town, and they would just talk all like dirty sex shit. Okay. So they had him on, and they were breaking down like every NFL coach's uh, fuck game. And okay. it was during the NBA playoffs, and they mentioned Ume, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. And they replayed the clip, and Stavros was like, "Oh, you know that guy just lays pipes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, there. he's like, you know that guy just lays pipes. What guy? Know, guy knows a stick man when, he's, when he sees one. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well. Oh man. So yeah, that's gonna get interesting. They yeah, just blow, blow the team up. Blow the team up. Tatum. Yeah, they Brown. should. Yeah, they should. Mister Window. Yeah, that's that's a crazy part about it. It's a contender here. This is not, you know. I mean, they were in talks to get the rant. Like they were, they're a serious contender. Like they, yeah. uh, they're looking for like a piece or two to to kind of help them get over the top, but, um, and he was he's considered one of the better coaches in the league too. Yeah, he was like, wasn't he a Nets guy? He was a Nets assistant, and we let him go so we could let Steve Nash. Well, he's no, he was a Steve Nash assistant. Oh right, the city Nets made the right call. Well, can't be, can't be doing business. Not like yeah, that. not keeping him was the right call. I'm not, keeping Nash might not might not have been the right call. But not keeping him was the right call. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, yeah. I guess can't wait for the sordid details to come out. I don't yeah, it'll spill. It'll spill out it'll, over time. I mean, the season starts in a month. They got to make a decision pretty, pretty soon. I would think. Oh, they they have a they have a kid and they're engaged. Not even married yet, right? No, they're they're not married. I guess they've been an item for a while. I didn't realize they had a kid. Um, I might maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Wow, standing field single. You don't see that very often. Oh, people had their phones out for that. What I, oh man, I was. That's a ridiculous chain, Bogart swearing. (laughs) 
He's so uncomfortable. Yeah, they, yeah, they have they have a son together. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. She's getting custody. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Uncontested. Yeah, people could not believe it. All right, we got to take a I, quick. Uh, we got we got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish this up and. Uh, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about whatever comes up. Be right back. All right. Sitting here. Tim LaCastro just stole second, just moved over to third. Looks like a little ground out by Oswaldo Cabrera. A little ABC baseball here, so uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Browns, it looks like, are down 14-13 here in the third quarter. Uh, so what were we talking about? Ud- Udoku? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really have much more to add to that. I'm just, I'm just ready for. We'll have more to add to it once. Yeah, once we get the the gritty details out of the way. Hey, let me ask you, because it's, it's been uh, the question everybody's been asking everybody else. What um, what would you do? You catch one of these balls, sixty, sixty one, sixty two. What do you, what, do you, what's your, what's your plan? Yeah, I was thinking about that. It's uh, Harrison Bader, uh, shallow. Oh, Tim Lacastro's fast. He could score on that. Uh, air mailed it. Tie game. All right, four four here in the eighth. Um, it's a it's a tough situation. So me at thirty six. How old I am now? Like I'm probably leaving with the ball, and then I'm not making a decision that night. But I have to be honest. Like yeah, you can't go into the back some basement in Yankee Stadium and get like strong arm by. <laughs> these Yankee security guards. Don't do that. Right, but I, I could see, like, not wanting to become, like, public enemy number one. Not that you should be, but I could see, like, you know, it turning into something like that. Like, oh, you're hanging on to Aaron Judge's home ball, you know, home run ball. He earned that. You know, but I, you know, it's hard for me to kill a 20-year-old. Like, when you're 20 years old, you're not thinking no. like that. You're, yeah, I wouldn't kill him, yeah. You don't have a mortgage yet. You don't have you don't have a, a job. You're a student who's probably living at home or in a dorm. Where everything's paid for. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, all the advantages right now. Like you don't know the value of a buck, and like no. you're 20 years old. So Aaron Judge might be that kid's hero. Like if I was that, if I'm 18, yeah, and I catch a milestone Jeter home run, I'm like, here you go, Mr. Jeter. Yes, yeah. I'd just like to meet you and have a five minute conversation with you. Yeah, you know. Me at my age now, like with Aaron Judge, I'm like I'm taking that ball and seeing Aaron, what I could do. Aaron Judge and the Yankees being the Yankees and Cashman yeah. being Cashman, yeah, it'd be very easy to to be like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna hang on. I like, look, buddy, you bet on yourself. I'm gonna bet on myself and let's walk out of here with this ball. And like, maybe you'll see it again. Maybe you won't. I don't know, but I got it for now. What if I was? What if I was like, you'll you'll uh, see this ball when you resign? Yeah, I'll bring it well, to you on opening day if you're in pinstripes. Yeah. Hold it ransom. Yeah. I yeah, I might say something like that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring it back on opening day. Um if you if you're uh in pinstripes. If not, I'm, I'm hanging on to it. I mean, first of all, it's 60. That's not the biggest one, right? I mean, 62 would be the biggest one, right? That would be the most expensive one. And I think his final one you yeah, whatever was... whatever his record is. Yeah, probably. It's tough to say. Like you could probably like. What do you think you can get for it right now if you still had that ball from Steiner? The, that's the memorabilia, right? Weren't they in the building the other night? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you'd get. I don't think it's. It wouldn't be six figures, right? For sixty, sixty is pretty big. Sixty, and he's a Yankee. 
That's pretty big. 60 is very big. Yeah, I, I mean, worst case scenario for me, like, I would just be a cool thing to have in your house. It's a cool That's, piece of... I'd make a buck on it, though. I'm not a big, like, memorabilia guy. I'm making a few bucks on it. Yeah, no. If I could, if I could clean up a little bit on it, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just roll over for an autograph and a handshake, you know. Well, no, no. I mean, that was he got lucky. It was young kids, dude. He yeah, got oh, yeah. so lucky. It was young kids. Yeah, I would, I would try to be a jerk about it, but like, he's holding out for more money. Why can't I hold out for more money? You know. Right, and I wonder what he's even doing with that baseball. Like, I, I I'm very curious. Like, when these guys get. Like, this may be a stupid example. Remember, like, all the gifts Jeter got from teams when he was doing his retirement tour? Yes. Like, where is that shit? <laughs> like, you went out to play the Angels, and they gave him a surfboard. Like, what? That's <laughs> and he had a Jeter had to go out there, like, with a smile and shake someone's hand. And it's like, fuck, what are you doing with this shit? That might, not, that might not have come back to the East Coast. Nah, nah, nah. You give that to, like, a homeless guy or something, <laughs> or, or some hippie. Yeah, you go surfing with this. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So me, like, I, you know, I, obviously, I can never put my myself into the shoes of someone like Judge. But like, I wouldn't even like if someone tried to like strong arm me yeah. with a ball, I'd be like, keep it. Like, I don't. It's a ball I hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I'd say it's not even it's not even the the best one. <laughs> it's not even the most important one. Right. Like the ball, if anything, that ball is probably gonna get sold to somebody, to the right person, and it's gonna end up in the Hall of Fame where yeah. it belongs, and you can make your money off someone else. I'm not gonna I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. Yeah, I think Judge should like when that kid buys his first house. Judge pay off his mortgage. No, no shot. Too late no. Should he though? Should he? No. No. Why should he? It's gonna be. I'm, I I want to see what happens for like sixty one. Because yeah. someone's gonna like all now that all this is out there. Like the next yeah. person that gets it, especially if it's like a middle aged dude. Oh yeah, he's, hang- he's hanging on to that shit. Oh yeah, and they, but people better not treat that guy like the villain either. It's a fucking baseball. Everybody relax. Um, yeah, no, we'll have a whole support group here on Sunday poor. That's for sure. Right, and if Judge like doesn't offer him anything, Judge isn't the bad guy either. He's gonna hit into the fucking bullpen. Yeah, or Mara the net in center field, yeah. Mon- new Monument Park. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's. I mean. What are you gonna do? The kids—they made a decision. Yeah, I mean, right choice for them, but um, yeah. Um, even uh, the kid that caught Jeter's three thousandth, he he uh he gave it back to Jeter, and I think he got some swag from him. But the Yankees gave him, I think, season tickets and legend seats for like a year. That's not bad. Like, even even that kid got something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's not bad. That'd be, yet, that would be nice to have. I don't, mean, I don't know how many games I'd be able to go to, but, I mean, if they're your tickets, you could sell them, right? So that's making a few bucks. Yeah, for sure. But you could probably make – if you get legend seats, you can make a few bucks for, uh, like, Yankee Red Sox series. Like, yep. I'll sell – I don't have to go to those games. I'll sell them, you know? Yep. You can just sell, like, two of them. Yeah. You know, and you go to the third one. It's are fine. Um, yep. Yankees-Mets. Oh, yeah, I definitely want to go to those. 
Oh yeah, I can make a few yeah. bucks off that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens on sixty one. I hope it's not. I hope it's not that guy that goes around of every ballpark trying to catch home runs. So I think still- I read he was on vacation. Like permanent vacation? <laughs> Someone blogged about it. It may have been like a ringer or bar stool. I think they were saying like he wasn't a real fan because he's on he's on vacation right now. He's not he's during, not in the Bronx. During baseball season when he is the most busy with the only time. Yeah, I, I mean it could have been a false account I read. I have no idea. I, he could be he could be there. He could be out in San Diego right now going for Pujols. Ooh, uh, got him. Ooh, sit down, Tommy fan. Oh, wow, they like a good wow. That's an unbelievable throw. <laughs> oh man, definitely more than five seconds. That's like eight seconds. Judges took a one hopper off the wall and right. Tommy Pham tried to take two, and he threw a laser. I mean, that's a perfect on, throw on the glove. Someone well, retweeted. Yeah, someone retweeted almost that identical throw that Judge made. Uh, it must have been like three or four years ago because Didi was playing short. Mm-hmm. It was identical. It was perfect off the wall and a strike to Didi on the bag. And you know, the Bader in the the first inning, there's a fly ball to center and Fam was on second, mm-hmm. and he kind of bluffed. And Bader, I heard this on the radio. I wasn't at home yet, but they, like Bader made a throw. And you could hear the crowd like cheered for the throw, even though Fam didn't go. And yep. Susan was saying like it was a perfect throw on the glove, couldn't be better. Yeah, I didn't realize Bader has a cannon, so we found that out in the first inning. Is that did there did he was that, has any player been so maligned coming in? Have the fans turn back around on him so quickly? Because he went from I mean that just because of Cashman and the trade and needing arms. And he, I don't think like this guy had any idea what was going on up here, what we were talking about. But then he comes up here, everybody's kind of like skeptical about if he's going to be any good. And then his first game, he has like a, he has an amazing game. His first game, amazing base running, like base running that we haven't seen in I don't know how long. Um, I, th- I think RBIs, it just, I think it was a mixture of the Ben Intendi injury. Yeah, but the main thing was. It just it got so bad with Aaron Hicks that anybody I think they could have brought up anybody. No, but his performance in his first games, like he's been unbelievable. Since oh, he made like, a great first impression. I mean, I mean like for sure at best, but yeah. So he was catcher's interference, right? He catch that glove. Hope like Devers caught the glove. Um. Yeah, it was an it was a, the expectations were low. And uh, the performance was great. And it was that base running and the hustle play. You know, you 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 bust your ass. You run hard. Yankees fans are going to love you. If you, oh, your, yeah, if, you yeah. if you get your uniform dirty, Yankees fans are going to love you. Yeah, you leave it all out there. Yes, yeah, so he's he's already a fan favorite. And Hicks isn't even in the dugout. You know that? Yeah, I, I was looking for him uh, when they came out of the dugout the other night for the walk off. I didn't see him. He's uh, like homesick or something. Yeah, which, which sure. isn't isn't true. Yeah. <laughs> He's golfing. <laughs> he had some. Uh, he had some uh, comments on a podcast. I guess that I don't know if it was an interview, maybe not a podcast. Oh, what did he say? He was like, "Yeah, I can see the writing on the wall, something like that." Uh, I, I don't know exactly. I didn't really look into it too much, but he was talking about playing time and 
Matt, it was just Matt, very like whiny and mopey. I mean, the writing on the wall is when you come up to bat and you look up in center field and your batting average is two oh nine. That's the literally fucking, yeah. That's the fucking writing on the wall, Aaron. You <laughs> put it there. You put the writing on the wall. Yeah, it's yeah. your handwriting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fingerprints, handwriting, forensics all came back. It's all you, Ben. Calls <laughs> coming from inside the house. Uh, yeah, if I never see him again, it'll be too soon, as they say. Yeah, but I don't know. It's Groundhog Day with him. Yeah. Every morning at 6 a.m. And Yeah. Uh, IKF. And, uh, yeah, Hicks is like, uh, you know, it's like Michael Myers. Just keep cranking out sequels, man. Like, how could you make another one? Oh, well, find a keep, way. People keep going, yeah. Brian Cashman will find a way. Is Judge leading off here or up second? Uh, second, I can't have made the last out, so I'll be all right. You may have to go sound for this. Can you go TV sound only because Michael K is not on? Yeah, yeah, I could do that for sure. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna be ahead, I want to at least hear it. On is it Joe Davis on the call? Uh, so I think it's maybe. Joe Davis. And Bearded, be- yeah, Smoltz is calling it. Yeah, it's gotta be Davis then. Yeah. Joe Davis, um, he's very, uh, you know, reaping the benefits of Joe Buck taking that Monday Night Football money, ESPN. I'm really happy that they're making, like, a little bit of a big deal over 60-61. Like, that number should still hold weight. Um, so I'm not saying it's the record, but 60 should still hold weight. It hasn't been done since yeah, those guys retired. I look at it uh, – and this is like in a Yankee bubble, a little, little biasy right, bias right here. Yeah, I look at it as a special like Yankee moment. Like yeah. seventy three is the record. I think there should yeah. be asterisks next to what those you know guys did. Unfortunately, the asterisk is going to be led by like a paragraph explaining exactly <laughs> the explaining the asterisk. Yeah, but like, I think it's special from a Yankee standpoint because growing up, we had. You know, Ruth, mythical figure mm-hmm. with 60. And then Maris, this guy who kind of came out of nowhere, wasn't a homegrown guy, was here for five, six years or whatever, mm-hmm. has this magical year, 61 home runs in 1961. And, you know, they made, literally made a movie about it. There's, you know, there's two guys. It's a table for two. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in our lifetime, obviously, we know what happened with the steroid guys. But, like, in our lifetime – I didn't think we'd ever see anybody sitting at the table with Ruth and Maris, never mind a Yankee. Yeah. So now here we are, Judge hit 60, and it's, it's, it's three guys now on the graphic, mm-hmm. which I never thought I'd see. So I, like, it's cool, but I'm treating it more as like a Yankee thing, more than right. like if people in baseball don't care, uh, like whatever. I, I, I know right. Bonds has the record. But it's just a cool, it's just a cool Yankee uh, – I don't know what you want to call it. Not statistic, but it's just yeah. it's just it's just a cool like, Yankee Yankee moment. moment. Yeah, yeah. To, to see so, to see Judge now. Well, I never you didn't think we, there'd be uh, anybody that would rival Maris and I didn't think I'd see a Yankee hit sixty. And not for nothing. And his Judge season is like amongst the all time great offensive seasons in the history of the game. I, he might win the triple crown, man. I, yeah. I'm rooting for them to win the triple crown. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, yeah. I like the past like week maybe two weeks, I've been able to compartmentalize the judge season 
with the eventual like October flame out that's going to happen. Yeah, I know. So I'm like yeah. enjoying the judge season knowing that I'm going to be miserable weeks from now. This might be as good as it gets, yeah. 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 Matt Barnes. Oh, Look, he's a per- perfect candidate for 61. Trevino walks it off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, that would be very interesting to see the crowd reaction there. That would be incredible. <laughs> I mean, they groaned yesterday when he doubled in the first inning. And, <laughs> it was an audible. It was an audible groan. <laughs> Then there was a ground rule double at some point, and everyone thought mm-hmm. it was, I thought it was foul. Oh, like Michael the crowd K didn't react. And at Michael all. K fucked up the call too. Like yeah, Michael, how could you not see that? You're in the fucking booth, Michael. He's like, is that out? I'm like, is that foul, <laughs> Michael? You in the house? Are you gonna see it from the booth, man? In the ballpark. Yeah, landed on the ballpark in fair territory. I guess yeah. Because he's thinking about his call, man. He's he's already thinking about his call. His head's oh, – he's already God, got like, gonna be you know, so 61, 61 Derek, years later. There it goes. Yep. Oh, you goofhead. Fucking goofball. Yeah, you're, it's going to be so bad. Well, that's what happens yeah, tomorrow. That's why – yeah. That's why he's I, only got Saturdays, the only game he's doing. Sunday's ESPN. Oh man, that's why I hate these uh, like catchphrases for announcers. Like, "Holy cow!" was a fine catchphrase because it could be used any time. It wasn't built in for a, this specific play. Nah, he'd use it whenever he felt yeah. like it. But the home run call, it's like everything's even if it's not. And here comes Judge. Everything is everything that comes after, even if it's not like. Prepared and practiced. Yeah, it's gonna sound like it is. All right, let's get a little volume there. All right, let me know. You hear it? No. Not at all. It's just a crowd right now. Errol's family. What's up? What is that? Yeah. What is that? Davis. Oh, that's Joe Davis? There's the pitch from Barnes. Slider outside. Could be witnessing Sunday poor history right now, ladies what and gentlemen. You? Most importantly, yeah, Sunday poor issue. Here's the one zero to judge Barnes delivery fouled to the right side. Let's get a look at this. Is it a hanger? No, it was a fastball. He challenged him. Matt Barnes, the pride of UConn, <laughs> didn't go to class very much. The entire crowd. Is standing with their phones raised. Judge digs in the pitch, just off the outside corner. The guy with the FDNY hat had a glove on. Usually, I make fun of those guys, but man, at least better than your phone. What does he have? He had a he had a he had a baseball glove on. And he looked he looked all business. He was like patting it. 
But he was surrounded oh, yeah, by people who had their he was surrounded by people who had their phones out. So it looked cooler <laughs> than them. All right. Out of the stretch is Barnes. Two one. Ooh, slider inside under the hands. Got him swing them. No change Sorry. Crowd a little tight, and now they get going here with two strikes. Crowd just realizing that Aaron Judge is up at bat, sitting on 60 as they start cheering for him now. The 2-2. Driven to deep center field. This one is caught on the track. Oh, no. Oh, man, the cameraman. Yeah, it's bad camera work. Oh, man. (laughs) That's tough. Dead center field. Dead center field. Wrong part of the park. Yep. Oh, good. I'm glad I showed up because Joe Davis was just as good as you could hit it without hitting it out. Yeah. Great analysis. Yep. Thanks a lot. Oh, Aaron Hicks. There he is in the dugout. All right. That's good. Somebody's got to refill the seeds. <laughs> See, you know what? If the cameraman stayed on Judge, I would I would not have thought it was gone. Because Judge didn't seem to think it was gone. No, no, no. Cameraman was trying to will it out. Yeah. He's got three walks in there. All right. Yep. Did Bogarts have a hit? Cause, uh... Well, here's a spin zone. He would have been able to get that ball back, so it wouldn't have been as fun. <laughs> Does Bogarts have a hit tonight? Sorry. I think Bogarts is 0 for 4. Okay, that's good. All right. At least at least the average. At least the triple crown of races. I don't know what just happened. I just looked up and Jacoby Brissett is fired up. QB sneak. He's a QB sneak wizard. Oh, man. Used to bring him in for Tua last year just to QB sneak. It's his second, at least second one that he, oh, that he uh, converted tonight. Jeez. Was it the QB sneak for six yards? Yeah, no, he was, he's the QB sneaker. Third and inches, and he got six yards. <laughs> yes, his next team, they should just bring him in as the backup third stringer, just you know, run him out there for third and third uh, short. I don't know, man. He might, he might just be, the, he might be the quarterback of the future for the Browns. Well, Kareem Hunt, Rizzo, who has been uh, as cold a player as there is, and. Major League Baseball. Been cold. Needs to heat up a little bit. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, he does. I mean, I think Stan. Did you know? The, did you know the Yankees have 15 walk-offs this year? I heard that stat, and I couldn't believe it. 15? I didn't read. I didn't do my own research. This is like secondhand, and I was like, I know they have a few, but 15 sounds aggressive. I mean, Judge. We we had called the Judge one here. Um, there's just a couple. Uh, 15 seems like a lot. And in the beginning of the season, they won a million games in any kind of fashion. So, yeah, yeah. two against the Astros opening day, they had to walk off. So, yeah, it probably is right. Man, just doesn't seem like that many. The the Maris family just gets trotted out here. Once again, I can't believe yeah. they're doing it again. That's crazy. They're doing it again after. Uh, I mean, it's not crazy because the Yankees this time around, but it's just so weird to see them. 
again. It just feels like such a part of my childhood. They don't seem like they really want to be there. No, well, I mean, they probably hope and just get it over with. And then plus, we know what they were like from the movie. Like it was September first. Like maybe he won't get to it. <laughs> as he's, as McGuire sat on sixty with a month left in the season. <laughs> yeah. So we, we're kind of uh, we're kind of uh, swayed by that image of him. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, I apologize. My call wasn't very good. As I voice cracked. As uh, as as I realized, it wasn't going to make it out of the stadium. But Nick Chubb touchdown. There he is. Extra best, point. Best running put. back. In the, best, best running back in the league. Oh, I guys Poor. awesome. <laughs> is that a segue? You ready to do picks? Sure. So I don't have anything. I have nothing. You are three and three. I'm four and two on the season. I have nothing written down. Um, keeping it going. Two and one weeks back to back. Uh, you had a winning week last week, so let's keep it going. Let's see. Oh, heads or tails? Where's my? Where did that coin go? Okay, you want to call it? Your point is good. Uh, yeah. Heads. There's a head. Three for three. Shit. That means I gotta go first. I don't have anything written down either. You could defer. Um, no, I'll go first. All right. Let me bring these these lines up. Uh, there's one that did stand out to me. Let me see. This is actually my first time looking at the lines. That's trouble. I know, not great. All right. One stuck out to you. Yeah, I I kind of I kind of slaughtered this team on Monday, so I gotta <laughs> I gotta stick with that theme. I'm taking uh Carolina over the Saints. What's that spread three? I got Car- uh plus two and a half. All right, New Orleans favorite. Yeah, New Orleans favored by two and a half. All right. I don't think it matters. I think Carolina wins in the field. I don't love the Saints. I don't like Dennis Allen. Jameis, I want to like Jameis, but I don't like Jameis. <clears throat> yeah. I think the Saints are uh, – people uh, put the cart before the horse on the Saints this year. I think Carolina, they've been two hard luck losers this this year so far, Cleveland and Giants last week. And uh, you got to just get on the right side of one of those games. So I think it happens this week. I think they they win an ugly one. Uh, I think Carolina wins on the field. So Carolina plus two and a half, pick number one. Cart before the horse game. All right. Um. All right. Let's see. I feel like sometimes my picks are boring, but I don't really care. So that being said, going out west, four o'clock game. The Chargers play the Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars are a little bit of a darling now. Um. I think they go out west. They're not ready for this. They're not ready for this kind of team. They're ready for the road trip. Uh, Chargers win seven. They're seven point favorites. Chargers win this one easy. I think. Give me the Chargers minus seven. I don't know if I have. I don't know if I'm ready to believe in. Like I like. There's teams I want to like pick. Jacksonville's one of them. Houston's one of them. Detroit's one of them. Teams I want to ride here and there. Um, 
I'm not ready to pick Jacksonville against a contender yet. Chargers yeah. are one and one. They're not going to lose a game at home. To they also haven't. They also haven't won a uh, road game in like two years. Yes. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of tough games this week. I think I counted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games that are three or less. I mean, good luck in your survivors, everyone. A bunch of home dogs. Yeah. Um, I actually looked at these lines all week and I'm not anywhere closer to liking any games. I don't I don't like any of these games. Nine home dogs and a pick 'em. All right. I gotta go another home dog here. And this is a very uncomfortable pick. Yeah. New England New England was my uncomfortable pick. Last week, they covered by, I think it was a half a point. Got them at two and a half. Yep. Uh, I'm going with the Cardinals at home getting three and a half against the Rams. Oof. I think the Rams have, uh, I don't know, the Rams have not been able to shake the cobweb, cobwebs off of uh, last year's Super Bowl win. And I know, you know, with my luck, they'll come out and it'll all click tomorrow or, uh, excuse me, Sunday. Um, but, you know, I, I think the Cardinals, and I'm no Kingsbury fan, and Murray is very up and down. Um, but I, I think the 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 combination of the way they lost last year to the Rams, revenge spots. Ooh, that's a good one, revenge spot. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, the Monday night football game that they lost in the playoffs. Um, so revenge spot. But the way they lost in the playoffs last year and the way they collapsed in the second half, mixed in with their performance week one against the Chiefs, I think people have Arizona a little undervalued now. Like they're not a bottom five team. All right, they got their asked by the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, they got their asked by the Rams in the playoffs last year. But I mean, they could still win. I mean, they could still win some games. I still, you know, I think they're probably like a five hundred team at best. But they're not terrible like everyone's making them out to be. And I don't know. The Rams haven't impressed me. Almost blew a game to the Falcons. How does that happen last week? I, you know, Mariota bailed them out. Ramsey interception. Uh, I think the Cardinals could win this game. Revenge spot. Give me another home dog. Plus All three right. and a half. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, Why well, does it all work? You got, got to remind me of the uh, what teams on what teams in the West there. Are there like. Oh, yeah. See, so. Oh, man. Well, well, who does Arizona own? <laughs> I used to be better at this. Who are the, the, Rams Ram, the Rams own Seattle. Okay. Seattle owns the Niners, even though they just lost to them. But I mean, Russ, like Seattle with Russ owns San, San Fran. And San yeah. Fran owns the oh, San Fran owns the Rams. I think Arizona's not even involved. It's the it's the three teams. <laughs> So, so Rams own Seattle. Seattle owns the Niners. Niners own the Rams. Okay. Wow. Well, Arizona's a wild card. Arizona, you just don't know. Fair enough. Okay. All right. This one's probably going to be a popular pick this week. And you always say you got to pick each team once a year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is probably the only time I pick this team. Um, talk about a team coming out that's underperforming. Now is primed to blow the doors off my pick. Uh, I'm going to go with home dog at one o'clock on Sunday. The New York Jets are six point dogs at home. Um, 
no no reason there. Just I feel like maybe they're riding high a little bit. Cincinnati, not quite um it's not quite back to form. You know, maybe the Jets keep it close. Maybe Flacco's got a little life in them, a little juice in them. Um, maybe Salah comes out aggressive. They can get to Burrow, shake him up a little bit. Uh, New York crack gets behind them. Let's see. Give me the Jets plus six, and then I won't pick them again the rest of the season. Yeah, I kind of like the Bengals in that game. Uh, maybe because they're 0-2, kitchen sink, must win. I, I also think people have overrated uh, – that win a little bit last week. The Jets win? That's oh yeah. I think Flack, I don't know. I think Flacco's gonna come back to Earth this week. I don't know if I'm ready to lay six with the Bengals, but and I gotta see something more out of the Jets defense before I think they could expose that Bengals. Oh, this, this 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 might very well be over by about 120. So yeah, I, I, I feel like it could be a get right spot for the Bengals. If they lose this game, man. Just keep it close. Just keep it close. All I need from the Jets. All right. Make it interesting. Just like uh, the Raiders last year. Yeah. So, well, not see. like the Raiders last year because they ended up covering, right? Uh, Remember which game that game? Was that? Oh, uh, the Bengals covered that game. No, it was the Raiders Jets. And it went down like cars, a miracle. I forget what happened. Oh, was that last year? That was Henry Ruggs. Was that last year? Oh, it was last. It was two years ago, I think, because oh, it was wow. the Trevor Lawrence Wilson year. Oh, so right. People yeah. were mad that the Jets won. Right, right, right. I know people were mad. Would have been mad if the Jets had won. But they still blew it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's see. A couple games going through my head. I thought about that Vegas Titans game, but it's two zero and two teams. Base it. You send them here. Glaber coming around. Game over. All right. Magic number is seven six. I don't know. Um, and, uh, Toronto do tonight. What did Toronto, Toronto lost to Tampa? Baltimore. I think Baltimore was winning last I checked. They're playing Houston. Yeah. Well, maybe number is lower now than it was. It's lower. We're one yeah. step closer. Uh, might be might be six if Baltimore loses, right? I don't know if it matters with Baltimore. I think it's just Toronto and Tampa, right? But anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. All right, so I thought about Vegas, Tennessee, two zero and two teams. I don't like either of those teams. Do I go good team? This is another. This is very off brand for me. But I'm going Sunday night. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love a good primetime home underdog. Love. Okay. But I also got to trust my eyes and my brain. The Niners are just a better team right now than Denver. I mean, I don't know what is going on in Denver. And I know you always put yourself at risk for a mile-high game. And I think Denver's going to eventually start to put it together and play a little better. But I got to take San Fran, the team that's been playing together now. Jimmy G's back. Shanahan, they've, they've just been doing it longer. And Wilson and Hatt, I mean, they're just all out of sorts. I mean, I, I just – I don't have any games I like this week. So, I'm going to go over-reliable. My guy, Jimmy G, I think they win on Sunday night. Uh, yep. Laying a point and a half. All right. All right. Let's see. Third game here. You're right. These games are 
ugly. I mean, this is as tough. I mean, I could usually find one or two, but this is horrendous. Uh, I don't know why, but why why we're ignoring this one here. Is it because it's on the road? Uh, It's only five and a half. Indy stinks. How's Casey on the road? But I don't see any reason why Kansas City would not cover this five and a half at Indy. I want to go. It's another boring pick. I'm going Kansas City. Um, just obliterating the Colts. Five and a half. The five and a half favorites on the road. Give them to me. I, it, it, talk about, there's got to be. There's got to be home dogs that cover. I don't have to. I don't have to bank the Indy's not one of them. I could see Casey maybe coming out and starting slow. So they, do they do that sometimes? But in the end, run away with it. Yeah, I don't know. Zero and two. Against two and zero, home team owned. Yeah, uh, it looks too it, it looks too good to be true. And I think it actually yeah. started at six six and a half and went down, which is like the red flag of all red flags. Uh, um, that's the only reason I'm not on that. But I can't. I'm not making a case for the Colts. Besides the numbers, tell me Colts. That's the only thing. Yeah, uh, that's that's me trying to play it safe. We'll probably get turned upside down. That's two games I played it safe and one game that I took a little chance on, and then probably they're all backfire me. Oh and three. <laughs> that's yeah. Probably, that's probably this is the week that all comes crashing down. And I have to start thinking about this on Wednesday morning now from here on out. Yeah, my honorable mention is the the, the Titans getting two. Okay. I, I gave them consideration, but uh just trust the Niners a little more. Home dog against Vegas, but it's like two zero and two teams. I don't know what to expect. This is this is a this is some bad matchups, and there's some division games. I mean, I picked two division games. You have like Giants Cowboys. Like I don't know who's good in that matchup. Atlanta Seattle, Philly Washington division game. Um, Houston Chicago. Like who the fuck's betting on that game? I think I would lean towards Houston probably, but. That's only because they're getting points, and it's two bad teams. When in doubt, just take the team getting points. Yeah. Yeah, br- brutal week. I would be careful this week. If I go two and one, I'll sign for the – I mean, I'll sign for two and one right now. Yeah, I have to agree. I have, this I, I, this yeah, is a brutal I would, week. I would just go easy. If you Whatever you're betting this week, yeah, go easy, be smart. Maybe do uh, well. Things could change on Sunday. I could be seeing the board very clearly, but right <laughs> now it's a foreign language. I'm, not, I'm not seeing it at all. Oh yeah, there's. I don't know how many times you leave here and hate hate your picks completely from the show. And like on Friday, you're like, no, nah, I fucked it all up. This is no good. Oh yeah, all the time, all the time. Because you yeah. got to see injury reports, line movements. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, I loved my New England pick on Sunday. It went up to three and a half, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah. With money on Pittsburgh, so I was like, I'm good. All right, we got to pause here. We'll come back fin- finish it up. All right, well, we couldn't leave without uh, wrapping up Thursday Night Football here, the Steelers and and Browns. I mean, uh, three minutes left in the fourth here. 23-14, Browns are punting off to the Steelers. Steelers are down. Uh, couldn't, right, we couldn't just leave without mentioning it yet. Figured we had to. It's kinda... Well, the back door is open for Pittsburgh. I believe this game went off at – Four and a half. Okay. All right. Yeah. Somewhere between four and five. So Pittsburgh, Mitch Trubisky. 
chance here to, uh, you know, be a legend here. <laughs> a legend to some. Yeah. Let's I see. mean, this is, this is what you're going to hear tomorrow. So you're going to hear tomorrow. I mean, yeah. Cleveland could very easily be 3-0. and <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, they should be 3-0. <laughs> Cleveland has a pretty good roster. It's just, you know, you run Jacoby Brissett out there enough times, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. That's the question. Can, can he – first of all, we don't know what Deshaun Watson we're going to get when he comes back in November. It's been so long since he's been on the football field. Been a while. So just to assume he's going to come back in and be Deshaun Watson – if we if we can mention his name with with just talking football for once, quarterback controversy. You're saying with no no, but I'm just, no no. What I was saying was you, you can't mention his name without mentioning what an asshole and scumbag and criminal he is. But mm-hmm. if we can just leave that aside and talk football for one second without any repercussions for not mentioning that. Um, and they are marching. Pittsburgh's marching. Um, or Pittsburgh scores a touchdown here. They recover the onside kick yeah. and they win by a point. Just like the Jets and that missed extra point by Cade York, another missed extra point comes back to haunt them. Oh, Steelers money line plus twelve hundred live. Damn. Oh, I mean, they're man. gonna probably they're probably going to score here, whether I mean, it's a field goal or a touchdown. So it's gonna way, come down to the onside kick. The way they are marching, yeah. Um, but there's no guarantee what he's gonna be when he comes back. I'm not saying oh, I'll be. That's I'm, it. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm calling it incomplete. I'm not saying. I'm not saying there won't. I'm not saying there's going to be controversy, but um, he just might I, not. Be I think by the time money. Watson's ready to come back, he'll be so sick gonna, of Jacoby. He, yeah, I've seen Jacoby for extended period of time. Did you see the George Pickens catch from the first quarter? Oh, the. The Odell style. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. sick. Yeah, that was he was his body was parallel to the ground. He's a superstar now. He's a superstar until further notice. That's all it takes. That's it. Get him a Plus, he's got he's got the name too. I, I love his name coming out of college. I think he went to Georgia too, big school. I could be wrong. But he's got the name, you know. Carl Pickens. I don't think yeah. there's any relation, but he's got the name. George yeah. Pickens. That just sounds like Sounds like sounds a like fucking, it sounds like an NFL receiver. It sounds sounds like hands. Like NFL, yes. Hands Move teams. the chains. George Pickens is just a guy you can count on. Yeah. Yeah. Even Trubisky. <laughs> uh is there a flag? Oh, they threw the flag. Oh. Brown Brown's now betters. Ahead. Now you're ahead of me. Am I? I'm on I'm on the laptop too. I'm not even on I'm on the Roku. Oh I don't <laughs> Browns betters were counting their money there. Now this leaves the door open for uh Steelers touchdown. Yeah, don't mark it off as a win too soon. <laughs> the Brown the Browns fans are gonna be awful tight for this outside kick. They didn't score yet. It's coming though. Even <laughs> if it's a field, I mean, even if it's a field goal. The gambling's the worst, man. I mean, the Browns should be. 
The Steelers just aren't. I mean, Trubisky's, there's only so far Trubisky can take you. I had, I had a parlay for Monday night, and I didn't get it in, and it hit. And, for know, Monday it, night? Yeah, and it hit, and I was like, the, I very easily would have fallen into this time and time again, like where you go and chase it. Like, okay, well, I'll hit the next one. Or the next one. Then you like throw away three bets in a row because you're trying to win back the one that you didn't make. Guar- yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do that, but guaranteed. The ones I was thinking of, I didn't look at them, but I guarantee you. One of them definitely didn't hit because I think it was tied to Vikings covering maybe, and, and, and that, that didn't work out. So like one of them definitely wanted a bit. So I'm like trying to put together like I like ways to make up in my mind. That would have been a huge mistake. You don't get it in. You can't chase. You can't chase it. You can't try and duplicate it. It's gone. It's over. Yeah, no, it's tough. You know what was it? It was. It would have hit Philly Buffalo two teamer. No, I think it was like it was Diggs touchdown Buffalo cover Buffalo money line and Allen over two seventy five. And he had like uh, and he had like three thirty. Diggs had three touchdowns and they covered easy. I don't know what happened. I thought it was pass interference. What was it? Offsetting penalties? Is that why we're playing third and five again? I don't know. It had to be offsetting penalties if they're replaying it down. Cop out. Yeah. But that was, right. it was it was a good plus number. So I'm like I'm trying to find that plus number again. And there's nothing appeals. And by I came like this close, being like, "Yeah, fuck it." Like I'm gonna roll with it anyway, because the other one, you know, I mean, by by the time I was gonna put it in, I didn't know if that one was gonna win or not, but I had a feeling about all those. So, all right, big field goal here from Boswell. Don't chase, though. That's the moral of the story. Don't chase. Nah, chasing <laughs> dogs chase. All right. Oh, there's a flag down. Oh, man. Let's see what we got here. Feels like a Browns game. <sighs> Just won't end. At least they got a quick turnaround after that Jets loss. 12 men on the defense. Yep. Do you- you play fourth. So you, dec- you decline it though, or no? Was it is that automatic first down? I no, it was, was it third. It was third and five, right? Yeah, but I was re- I was third down. No, that was fourth down. So I but think was, it was replay. fourth and yeah, right. So you, wouldn't you just decline the kick? And wouldn't you just decline the penalty if you're Tomlin? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You can't kick again because it's replay fourth down. Right, the, kicking it again would be the dumbest coaching decision. That's right, he's talking about right now. Maybe he wants a measurement. It's twelve men on the field, like you can't, like it's dead play. No, I'm thinking he's asking for a measurement. Oh, dead play. It has to be because this yeah. would make no sense to kick it again. Yeah, because if twelve men are on there, you, you can't. It's got to just. It's got to just blow dead because if it's a, it's like a, if it's like a legit down and they're not kicking, right? So Tom was probably hurt. arguing, arguing that the kick should count. Probably, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, play's got to be dead there. All right. He made it. Onside kick forthcoming. Steelers have one timeout, so I do not – I think if the Browns recover, that's just about it. I do not think – Well, it's not – It's not. let's not assume that the Browns have clock management figured out just yet. <laughs> Stefanski is Polish. Tomlin getting another explanation does not look very happy. Great way to ice the kicker, though. Putting twelve men on the field. Yeah, if you just want to be, you know, just be sure you don't you don't you don't have the timeout. Send them out there, ice. Oh, them. they got they got the rules analyst on the bottom right screen. Jesus, who knew that this was so complicated? <laughs> I think we pretty much covered it. I don't think there's anything else we need to deal with here. I think we did. Yeah. Buddy the Elf. Or no, what's his name? Buddy the Elf is from the Will Ferrell movie. That elf has a name at the 50-yard line. I can't think of what it is. Brownie the Elf. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, it looks he looks like a demon. All right, hands team. <laughs> yeah, Pickens out there. All right. So did we, we've seen like multiple onside kick recovered this year already, right? Uh, a couple. I don't know what other. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, one of those games. I don't know. On the first weekend, I thought there was. Oh. I think the Steelers dude was offsides anyway, but that was just the opposite of hands team. <laughs> yeah, it was the. Uh... Steelers guy was offsides, I think, though. But what's, what's the name of the guy? That was the bullfighter team right there. Olay, Olayed it. Man, fucking flag fest. Orioles won 2 nothing. They beat Verlander tonight. Jeez. So let's see. This guy's way off sides, right? It fell. He fell. It was like Seinfeld in the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a step ahead. Oh uh, yeah, it's a good try. I don't Play. think you get to do it again. Replay I don't think you get to count. do it. Yeah, I don't think you get to do it again because you kicked it out of bounds. Yeah, first down, Browns. It was Pickens that was offside. <laughs> well, great hands, not great feet. Well, he's just, he's, you know, he's a little antsy. He's just, uh, he's got to control his emotions a little better. It's all right, Carl. Not Carl. It's George. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a good football name. It's a football name. George Pickens. All right, so they are going to run plays. Steelers have, oh, yeah. The timeout graphic is horrible on the score bug. Constantly seeking timeouts. Pittsburgh has one. Pittsburgh has one. Cleveland has all of theirs. Yeah. There's a – I mean, it's like these – this is like going to a Yale game right here. This is the confusion. They're yelling to the sidelines. Guys. Yeah. Guys. Let's figure it out. 
Nick Chubb. So now minute 40 left. Timeout. Run on another play. One. Yeah, they got to get the first down, right? Yeah, they could run it down to probably 20 seconds if yeah. they just kneel on it or just run it into the line twice. Chad Johnson presents the player of the game. They changed Chad, his name back. Is Chad Johnson Chad Johnson? Ocho Cinco? I guess he changed his name back. He's got a job on Thursday Night Football? What? We'll, we'll find out. We're not going to find out. No. <laughs> I'm not going to find out. One more to Nick Chubb. I think Chubb just ices it. What are Chubb's numbers? They're probably nice tonight, right? They got to be. What do you got? Let's hear. Let's hear what the running back situation is. Best running back in football. There you go. Amazon Prime on it. 22 rushes, 113 yards, and a touchdown. That is a night. How about Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Did we forget what Kareem Hunt did? He did something, right? Did he beat up his woman or something? Kareem Hunt? <laughs> I think he went. What did he and the Chiefs were like, just release him. He was nasty with the Chiefs, and they just released him because I think he got caught up in something. Not caught up. He may have just assaulted someone. Hunt, 12 for 47. Chubb, no receptions. Kareem Hunt, three catches, 14 yards. Mari Cooper, a big night. Seven for 101 and a touchdown. David Njoku, nine for 89 and a touchdown. Brissett, a very, a very efficient 21 for 31. Not bad. Trubisky, a very less efficient 19 for 31. <laughs> All right. All right, one more play here. I think we're uh, – this game's on ice. Calling it a night. Uh, he did not – may have got it with that second effort. Oh, yeah, just over. Give it to him. I don't think they're going to give that to him. <laughs> oh, so this is simple, right? This is what you do. They call for a measurement. So seven-second difference between play clock and game clock. So if it's fourth and one, you just shotgun formation. You send all your receivers deep, and you throw a Hail Mary through the back of the end zone. Yes. Nate Hackett wouldn't have been able to think of that so fast. There's no, no way. No. <laughs> he might he might not think of that in a week. <laughs> yeah. Zach Gallon. Zach Gallon's pretty nice pitch. Oh, did they give it to him? Mm. Oh yeah. They gave it to him. First down. All right, first down, Browns are two and a one. It's official. Yep. Headsets off. Oh, give give Chubb the let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, another another successful Thursday night football show in the books. Yankees win. Judges on 60. Um they're doing another review. What the fuck is going on here? 
Yep, everybody enjoy uh, Apple TV tomorrow night. If you could find it. Uh, until next week, we'll be back on Monday night as per usual. Until then, thanks for spending time with us here, Ant. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you uh, Monday night. NFC East battle. Until then, peace. <laughs>